been placed on administrative leave in connection with the death of a 23-year-old black woman. Family members say they weren't notified after Lauren Smithfield's body was found in December. An autopsy report cited an accidental overdose of alcohol and drugs. Family attorney Darnell Crossland. Someone introduced those drugs to her system, and it wasn't her. And we want answers right now. A warning this tax season. Your refund may be delayed because of the great resignation. CBS's Scott McFarlane. The agency is warning of severe understaffing. A wave of retirements and budget cuts have hammered the IRS. A report by the National Taxpayer Advocate reveals the IRS received 282 million phone calls from taxpayers last year, but was able to answer only about 11% of them. The report adds the lucky ones who did get through waited an average of 23 minutes on hold. Pope Francis is putting in a plug for tax collectors. Speaking at the Vatican to members of Italy's version of the IRS, he called their jobs thankless but vital for a fair society to function, even though they're often seen as having their hands in other people's pockets. He says it's especially crucial to make sure the wealthy are paying up so they don't crush the weakest members of society. The Bengals are going someplace they haven't gone in 33 years. We're going to the Super Bowl! Yep, exactly right. That's where we're going. They said, nope, we ain't doing it. Guess what? Yes, we are. <laughs> Stunned the Chiefs 27-24 in overtime. Now they face the Rams after L.A. beat the 49ers 20-17 in a fourth-quarter turnaround. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS now an important message from Exergen. A critical new FDA study proves that the widely used non-contact thermometers are not accurate and have high probabilities for false negative readings. New COVID strands are on the rise and non-contact manufacturers are being irresponsible at a time when accuracy matters most. Accurate temperature measurements are essential. Don't wait. Switch to Exergen because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Novak Djokovic first, an American rap star next. Kanye West is due to perform in Australia in March, but Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison's reminding him of the rules as tennis ace Novak Djokovic found out the hard way. The rules are you've got to be fully vaccinated. They're the rules. They apply to everybody, as people have seen uh, most recently. And his advice for Kanye. It doesn't matter who you are. They're the rules. Follow the rules, you can come. You don't follow the rules, you can't. No matter what your celebrity status may be, the rules to enter Australia remain in play. Scott Mayman for CBS News, Brisbane, Australia. Getting viewers to sign up for blockbusters is a sin. Keeping them is an issue for streaming services like Disney, which snagged a whopping 400,000 Hamilton fans who wanted to see a recorded version of the Broadway show during lockdowns. HBO Max scored 425,000 with Wonder Woman 1984. Nothing good is born from lies. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make 200 to $300 this year. Wow. That's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GEAR for 25 cents a gallon or more cash back on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code GEAR to earn 25 cents a gallon or more on your first tank. That's code GEAR. It's just one of those days. But wait, 
McDonald's Golden Arches. A respite from the grind and your gateway to deliciousness. Like a classic McDouble paired with crispy golden fries or a McChicken. Or now pair it with tender, juicy four-piece chicken McNuggets. Mix and match a McDouble, McChicken, four-piece chicken McNuggets, or small fries. Choose any two for just $3.19 only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Daily reports at the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The Stock Market Report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies Stock Market Report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was not just, you know, working with my physical disabilities, I was emotionally broken. I remember thinking, how did I get here? How? It was affecting me in my marriage. My husband, he didn't know how to help me. He actually called Wounded Warrior Project. Wounded Warrior Project had this thing called Couples Odyssey. It was an eye-opener, and it I think it really saved our marriage. They gave us books and resources and tools on how to help us with that. I just love him. I love you, honey. I love you too. Watching her fight for her mental health, fighting for other veterans, fighting for this family, uh, helped me to fight too. Well, I always loved her, but I love her 10 times more for that. Not all wounds are visible. If you or a loved one are suffering, visit WoundedWarriorProject.org slash not alone. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. Cars, That's Auto cars, Smarts. Friday afternoons at 106 cars, on 970 cars, WATH and 97.1 FM. That's a 57 Chevy. Cars, cars, cars. Integrated Services uh, is constantly seeking partnerships. How can I have a meaningful relationship with primary care providers so that we can take care of our shared community of people that need support? We've grown exponentially, and I really see the next five to 10 years being a similar story. The opportunities are endless. Alana was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, and it's cancer. As a parent, when you're told this type of news, you're gonna do whatever you can do for your babies. When we got to St. Jude is when I realized that, no, you're not gonna get a bill for anything. I don't have to worry about it. They're saying we're gonna help save her, and we're not gonna charge you anything. This is what we do. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. I-N-E-P-T, N-F-T, two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters! Oysters! Raw! 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 Coach Turf, glad to welcome you back from your road trip to Tri Nitro Tech this past weekend. That's right, we played TNT over in Nitro, West Virginia. I was going to ask you what kind of game was it? Well, it was a fine ball game. You know, uh, we played a fine ball game. I am real proud of the way the Oysters acquitted themselves on the field, and, and they did play a real fine ball game. And of course, TNT, they played a real fine ball game, and that means what the fans seen when everything was all over, said and done with, was a fine ball game. You were trying to pick up your first win and first conference win of the season this past week. Well, that's right. You know, uh, going into this ball game, we was 0-6, uh, 0-2 zero and six, uh, zero and two in the conference, but uh, we was all fired up because we was expecting a real dynamite ball game because they got a real explosive ball club, but we was ready for them. I understand that you were expecting some unusual conditions, which we discussed last week. Were they as you had expected when you got over there? That's right. You know, uh, TNT and uh, Coach Credlow, uh, Crosshairs Credlow, he, he tries to sack up his opponents so that uh, it makes it easier for his boys to go out and, and beat whoever they're playing. That's what they get with their home field advantage. You know, they got them locker rooms that's underground like bomb shelters. They tell all the opponents that the field's got mines in there all over the place. And uh, another thing they do is uh, they come out in their uniforms just prior to the ball game. They wear what you call a... Uh, 
camouflaged uniforms. They look just like the ball field, and they come out instead of them uh, football spikes. They come out in them clodhopper shoes, them uh, like combat boots kind of stuff, and they, instead of wearing regular football helmets, they come out in them shiny gray silver uh, uh, army helmets kind of kind of different helmets they make them look real respectable out there and that's how come they got such advantage on their opponents i don't think we ever established whether the game was in the win column or the loss column well that depends on uh, who you're asking now if you're asking coach credlow he'd tell you that it was a win but now it, of course now this is my program so you ain't going to interview coach credlow so uh, I, I guess i better report to all the fans that unfortunate we'd come out on the short end of a 79 and 7 score and I'll be back with more from Coach Turf. And speaking of TNT, Joe Burrow and the Bengals dropped a bomb on Kansas City yesterday, as they say. And the Art Turf Show, proudly sponsored by Bengal Mania. Well, Coach Turf, with a 79-7 loss, I guess you did get that explosive offensive attack that you were expecting. That's right. You know, they had a little bit too much firepower for us, but I do want to point out to all the fans that uh, I am real proud of the way the Oysters played out there. Special first time we had the football, we marched right down the field, got ourselves a touchdown. Oh, uh, Foxhole Fogarty, boy, that we got special from ROTC department. He went over from the one-yard line. We had ourselves a touchdown. I am real proud of that fact. Second straight week that you've had the lead early in the game. Well, that's right. You know, early in the ball game, Mary, it was seven and zip, and we was a seven, and they was a zip. But from then on out, we just kind of blowed up. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. <laughs> In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM Beautiful sunshine this morning. Still, it's pretty chilly. 14 degrees right now. Although they say it's going to climb up to 41. We got a free-for-all today. Although I can guess what much of it's going to be about. We even have a caller standing by. So let's not make him wait at all. Good morning. You're on the air. Did you say much of it? How about all of it, buddy? Oh, my goodness. Well. Gentlemen. Yeah. It's been a while since I have. Well, it has been a while. It's been six years since I cried at the end of a game. That's when my beloved Cubs finally broke an 108-year jinx and won the World Series. Mm. Wow. What a game. What a, what a, you know. When it was 21-3, to I said, it's all right. It's all right. Joe will find a way. I mean, I I had that much confidence that they would find a way. It was, uh, wow, it was surreal. It was surreal. Oh, yeah. You know, two things jump out at me. Um, I don't want to get too deep, Scott, on the sports stuff, but two things jump out at me. Oh, I do. (laughs) <laughs> One is, um, was was the fact that uh, I had confidence that they would come back. That well, I had three things. That's one. The second one is, remember I said last week I was afraid of their play calling. And, uh, you know, that guy Andy Reid is amazing. Well, you saw that the first half. But then I got to see a team – they they adjusted and he couldn't figure out. You take away. I mean, it's so simple. You take away that guy's outlet. You double team everybody and rush three. They had no answers. 
I was like, that is amazing. Now, you got to have the players to pull that off, but he pulled it off. When Patrick had nowhere to go, he didn't know what to do. That was phenomenal. He panicked. But the third thing, Scott, when was the last thing you saw this? You know why Kansas City didn't win that game? They were afraid to give the ball back to Joe. Yeah. When was the last time? You say that about Aaron Rodgers. You say that about Tom Brady. Oh, my God, just don't give them back the ball. They did not want to score because they didn't want Joe to have any time. I never thought I'd see that. It was phenomenal. Yeah, you're exactly right about that, that uh, they were milking the clock and thinking, you know, we'll get in field goal range because if we give that kid back the ball, you know, we got a pretty good idea what he can do with it. Exactly. When did you ever see that? that I don't know That's going to be going forward. Now, his mantra is going to be, Oh, boy, Joe's over there. Joe's over there. Don't give him the ball at any time. Wow. That is, uh, you know, a tribute, a non-verbal tribute, you know, to a, a kid like a young man like Joe to get that kind of respect in what, Are you second kidding me? year? That's not just a tribute. That's a phenomenal – a year ago, this man is, is getting operated on. Yeah. A year ago. Yeah. Whoever did that knee surgery, he needs to get, you know, let's put him in charge of the COVID stuff. Because <laughs> he knows what he's doing, buddy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Joe's it hard work, too. simply amazing. And you know what? Thinking back on it, Scott, Tennessee did not live by that mantra. They gave Joe too much time. Yeah. They, they kept thinking, well, we sacked him nine times. We can do ten. They did not live by it. They did not see that guy, you give him the ball, I don't care if, if he's on one leg. i got to say one more thing, too. They forget, and Joe said it. They forget, he's, Joe said, they forget I can still run. They, they haven't watched my whole career. I can still run. And those two first downs he got, whew, without that, they don't get that field goal, buddy. Oh, yeah. They don't get it. They don't get it. That that. They forget about what he can do with his legs, and that's just going to add to his, not just his mystique, but his amazing ability. It's, uh, I, I, this is not, this is bingo mania, it absolutely is, but I just want people to think that, just to remember, you know, we've had a tough, tough year, a couple years and all that stuff, but right now, that, that guy and that team, I, I, I don't even have the words. I don't even have the words. Yeah, you can throw just about any superlative at that that you want, and I don't know if any of them would fit. I almost text you, Scott. I almost text you when um, I almost text you when um, Mahomes, when they got the um, uh, the uh, toss in overtime. I almost text you and said, "Don't worry about it." Yeah, I will figure it out. Yeah, you see how the, the fans cheered. And Tony Romo, he's like, it's amazing how just getting the toss, they think he's going to get a touchdown. Yeah. Not this time, buddy. Yeah. Speaking of Romo. Don't get me started on that, but I want to get started on that. What were you going to say? And the announcers and the so-called analysts. Yeah, let me get started. Yeah, what are you going to say? Well, no, nobody was giving them a chance. I know. Except Boomer. You're supposed to be partial on the radio and TV. Yes. It was amazing. It was ridiculous. It was so sad. I was like, you're supposed to be partial. You're supposed to be objective here. It was so lopsided. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't either. Except Boomer. Boomer was the one that kept jumping in there and saying. Yeah. He He kept saying, now, wait a minute, guys. There's another team in this game. He better. But did you hear uh, the guy in Romo toward the end? Of, he's like, well, Tony's like, well, if they don't figure, this game is over. And the guy's oh, like, yeah. they, better start, they better wake up and start playing. I'm like, shut up. Uh, Just yeah. broadcast the game. Yeah. Well, how about when, when Kansas City scored their first touchdown and uh, they both, Romo and Jim Nance, said, well, it's time to go home now. No, I didn't see. see I turned on the game late about when they were going for the second one, but that, uh, I'm not surprised. I turned them down after that. I thought that, you guys haven't seen Joey play yet, have you? That's so sad. Yeah, and they still won't give it. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, what did LS do ten years before Joe got there, and what have they done since he left? I rest my case. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you know, know, I know people think that I'm giving that one man too much credit. And that was a team victory. The defense showed up and played. But I'm telling you, 
I just I just want to say, Dag, he is an example of one person, a phenomenal player, just uh, igniting an entire team, and he's done it his whole career. Yeah, he's a leader, you know, and and the whole franchise knows that, and. They one, better know it. One thing about Joey, he is quick to give credit to everybody else except himself. They said to the guy on the radio, he's like, man, how are you so cool? He's like, well, I was I was excited up there. He's like, now nah, it's on the school. i got to win that. I was <laughs> like, this, this kid is he's 25 years old. He's just like, hey, yeah. okay, I had my shout. I had my uh, I had my fun. Let's get ready for the next game. And you know what? whatever he's doing right now, that's what he's thinking. All right, let me look at these Rams. Here, let me see here. What can I do against Donald and all Unbelievable. Here's the thing, too, about Joe. Once he's played a team one time, you know, he knows what they're going to do, whether they change anything or not. That's an advantage the Bengals had yesterday. That is true. That they played him. And whenever Joey plays a team one time, look what he did to Pittsburgh. Look what he did to Baltimore. Beat them twice. But let's not – you know I'm a Joe fan, but that move that that guy did defensively was – the key to the game. You you're that talking about the interception three and locking oh, down yes. Kelsey yeah. and those other guys. They were over there fighting each other. The guy over there was like, "Hey, I'm <laughs> open. Get me the ball." Yeah, they they're fighting little... on the bench because they didn't yes. know how to figure out. Mahomes could not figure out that new scheme. Yes, and he panicked. There. He was definitely. You could hear <clears> his <throat> voice. Yeah, he kept when he was doing before he uh, hiked the ball. He was make, making all these like, "You see this? You see this? You see that?" Yeah. Yeah, I love it, it too. Awesome. And they, you know, he was running around like that. And uh, we, uh, an acquaintance of my friend of mine was texting. She was telling me about uh, some of the plays that were going to happen. And she follows pro football like a science, okay? Right. And she was saying, well, you just wait. It's 21 to 3. Mahomes will start throwing interceptions. He'll panic when the Bengals start to catch up. And indeed, he did. And in that overtime, the Bengals could have had three interceptions. I know. I know. I mean, they came out ready to play. I mean, they were like, so So you got the coin toss. Okay, yeah. let's go play, buddy. Yeah, did you see Joey, the camera on Joey? He just kind of went, ah. That's, that's all I he did. They were, they were like a tale of two quarterbacks. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, Dave. We well, just, I'll, I'll let me stop. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm absolutely astounded at and, and forgive me for capitalizing on this topic but you have no vision you are blind right how you saw heard knew everything that was happening uh, because i much. don't think the announcers can give you all of that well it's just experience with a game and just a, a sports fan you know and just I don't even know how to – I don't even know the words, Dave. I don't even know. But you just – you put all that together, you, you just like, – You describe things I didn't see, and I had vision. <laughs> right. Well, you, know, you, you, know, you know what I mean? Uh, it's just uh, do what you do, man. When you yep. got a game like that, you're locked in. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just uh, – Hey, I guess McPherson, he didn't say we're going to Super Bowl. Did he say it? He didn't say it, obviously. I, I didn't I hear it. I he said it to did. himself. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> if he missed that extra point for a field goal, I would have been killing him. <laughs> that was. You talk uh, about a young man with confidence too. Yeah, well, um, he's got it. There was That's there were a lot of other teams that wanted to draft McPherson, mm-hmm. uh, but the Bengals were lucky enough their their pick came up, and you know they they nabbed him before anybody else got a chance at him. You know, he struggled a few times early in the season. Yeah, right. Well, he should have beat the Packers. He's a rookie. He should have beat the Packers. Yep. He had twice to beat them. Yep. And uh, my Bears shouldn't have beat Cincinnati as well, and they should have lost to the Jets. So that's three wins right there they should have had. You got that right, yes. And so, then, then they I get mean, a home game in Cincinnati for the AFC Championship. Hey, can you imagine the city of Cincinnati last night? I told – I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God, they are burning down the town. <laughs> And I would have been right there with him. Oh, yeah. Turning down the town. Oh, yeah. Some people tried to get me to go out yesterday and, you know, go to some of the Athens parties. I'm like, you know, I just want to be in my own home and just. That's what I did when the Cubs won the World Series. I said, I want to just stay at home, win, lose, or draw. 
I want to be by myself. Yeah, celebrate and <laughs> enjoy it in your own way, right? That's right. That, that well, the, the, you should see the interviews that uh, the Columbus TV stations had mm. or listen to them. These, these people, I mean, from all different areas of life were talking on TV about Joe and how they have just loved him and love him. He's the man, you know, and they've never been able to celebrate something like this for, what, three decades? Yes. Now and and people like had their Bengals gear on. They were in a couple uh, establishments that were having watch parties, and people were just going crazy and talking about. And you know it connects. Even though Joey's from Athens, people that live out of town that are listening to this show right now, as a matter of fact, See, it I makes think them he feel can like actually win the World Series. I actually think uh, not the word, but the uh, Super, Super I think he can win it. Yeah. Oh, I think. And it, I think I, Mayor yeah. Patterson. You listen to me, Mayor Patterson. We need to have an <laughs> yeah. Athens. I don't know. He'll he'll kill us all, but we need yeah. to have an Athens loves Joe Day. I'm telling oh, yeah. you, Joe yeah. Joe Joe might not be there because he's not that kind of guy. But I'll be there. Oh yeah, he'll want we all his do teammates. Something, Mr. Mayor. I this saw is historic. I yes. saw something on social media today. Hmm that was proposing that um, in the combo with all those big screens, they have, right. they have mm-hmm. an event there to, mm-hmm. watch, to watch the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pack it out. Yeah, buddy. But, yeah. Uh, you know, we'd all, that. we'd all have to be wearing masks and all that stuff, I suppose. But interesting thought. But I tell you what. Well, let me add this. If I, I have may, a group but... of three neighbors. Okay. And so the four households sit and watch the game. Yes, sir. I don't want to change that. I, I understand. I understand that. I don't. By the way, how did is your wife come off air yet? Did she? Uh, did she have a conniption? Being the the lover of joy she is. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I, well, I'm not sure I understand. But uh, well, you said she's really excited about this thing, oh, sir. Oh, mercy! Yes, of course. Well, you need to answer, sir, and tell me specifically how she jumped up and down and ran around the block. And no, that's not it, her it, thing. It, but it, she it, was no. very excited. No, I got you. I got you. I could have set a record for uh, the high jump. I think for my age group last <laughs> night when they won. But one thing I want to say is that people listening to even this show, you know, yeah. not just locally but yeah. a- around the world, they yeah. I think they feel connected to Athens more. Yes. When they hear us talking about Joe yes. and the Bengals, and not just his on-field accomplishments, but, you know, lending his name to the Hunger Relief Fund, yeah. uh, supporting the Southeast Ohio Food Bank, and we heard Rivers Newscast talk about the donation yeah. amounts that are just growing and growing. And, you know, that's something a lot of people may not think about. But, you know, that's, that's the type of uh, young man that Joe is. I thought he was going to mention the town when he was interviewed. He said, going up two and a half hours from Cincinnati. And I thought he was going to give a shout out to Athens. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did, did you did you happen, anyone happen to tell you about the picture of folks listening in, the picture of the Athens High School field last night? No. It was a picture of a snow-covered Athens High School Joe Burrow Stadium yes. covered with snow. Someone yes. had turned the lights on. At the stadium, yeah. and somebody was over there ringing the victory bell <laughs> after the game last That's night. Cute. Now is that cool? That's <laughs> cute. That That's is that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, thanks for letting me get this out of my system. I uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> think Ooh, think boy, about this it, too, JW. With the with the pandemic going on, and the, the problems that we have going on in the world and society, isn't this just a nice? It. Yeah, need it, man. Sh- I, you know, not yeah. not for a pun intended, but a shot in the arm. Well, a shot in the arm, and you know, you An know, uplifting. It, it, it's uh, uplifting, encouraging type of thing for us to hang on to, even in this short ride we've taken. You know, Joe's taken us on a ride when he played at Athens, took us on a ride at you know briefly at Ohio State, then big ride at LSU. And here he's taking us on another incredible ride. What is it about that kid in his second year? Well, you know, when yeah. he when he fig- when he, he gets his second full year, I think it's a question of what you say. He figures it out. Yeah. Like, okay, I get another shot at this. He was he was saying, you know, they, he said they were spying me at first, but then they dropped away from me. So he's like, okay, I can run. And I love to hear him talk. I'd love to just sit with him, and I love the way hear he ta- hear him talk about his process. He doesn't miss anything. Yeah. 
He's he absorbs it all. He's like a sponge when it comes to uh, ab- absorbing the knowledge of the game, what happened in the first time they played him. And I guarantee you, if they would have played the Jets again, your Bears mm. and the Packers. Oh baby. Oh boy. They owe the Packers. Uh, uh, I just wanted them to use Tyler Boyd more, but but they were taking yep. away Boyd. They, yep. they they're all double teaming Chase, but they found a way to. I mean, they're figuring it out, buddy. He, he still got him in the game. It out. Even when they were double teaming those guys, and then T. Higgins is open, so I know. You, you drop uh, it off to him. Yeah, I too. know. I, uh, I, but again, I think we talk about this like it's so easy. It's not easy. No, it's I not. I mean, he's out running that Chris Jones, and and you know those guys. They, I knew they weren't going to sack him as much because they didn't have that kind of line. Uh, but he was out running those guys. <laughs> <laughs> had them gasping for ears. Like, How'd that guy get away from me? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, this is no small guy. This guy is six, every bit of 6'4". Joey, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's he's, a... This is no small guy to just, you know, get swallowed up behind the line. For him to duck and dodge and get away from those players is amazing. Yeah. Did you see the height height difference in uh, when he was doing the interview? With a young lady from uh, CBS. Oh, uh, what's it? Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, he was. Joey was standing Tracy tall. Tracy Wilson. Yeah, he was standing tall there too, and just as calm as could be. And Joe, I, I got a kick out of Joe saying, uh, "I I don't have the words for it. I'm speechless right now." Yeah, I was he, like, <laughs> say, "Yeah, you're always speechless, Joe. You don't talk much anyway." <laughs> yeah. But Joe said it's not about numbers; it's about letters. That's and it. Buddy, he That's is it. putting the letters up there. I'll I'm going to go back. I'm going to close on my my statement I said before. Do it. What did LSU do ten years before Joe? And what have they done since? What did the Bengals do thirty years before they had Joe? I rest my case. Two years ago, they were bottom feeders and the laughing stock of the NFL. Look where he's gotten them now. Jimmy told me this right after Joey was drafted. We talked about him going to a team that was not real good. Jimmy's comment to me was, Joe will figure out a way to get it turned around. Oh, he will. And it's happened, you know, a lot quicker than anyone expected it. Now, to their too. credit, they did right and spent a lot of money Yes, on that defense. Yeah. But and, that defense started to see that if we can get the ball for Joe, he'll do something with it. You got it. You got I'm, it. I'm telling you, I'm not a, a defensive coordinator, but if a defense believes if we get the ball back for it, see, this with my Bears, I think the defense after a while said, well, it doesn't matter if we get the ball. We don't know what to do with it. And I think they feel that. <laughs> but yeah. when they feel like if we get this ball back for this kid, he's going to – that makes you play. Oh, yeah. That it's, makes you want to get that ball and get it back to Joe. They think this kid will take us down the field He'll and find, score. If we get it back, even when they got that coin toss, the defense said, okay, you got the coin toss. Well, if we get this ball for Joe, he's going to win this game. And they came out like, I mean, the first three plays, all of them could have been intercepted. I, Eli Apple, man. Oh, yeah. That's, that's all right. They got it. Yeah. Did you feel, right. could you sense the defensive intensity in overtime? It was too short. Oh, that I was could not, feel. That, I, Scott, you're you're missing the point. The defensive intensity was when they went three and out on the first drive of the third quarter. Yes. Of the third quarter. Yes. That was the change. Yes. They had figured it out, and it, it, I said, "Wow!" And that, they stopped Kansas City at the goal line right before halftime. Yeah, and that was just stupidity. That was stupidity on Mahomes' part, uh, but the yes. fact that they did it. But when they came back out, see, sometimes you get a play like that and that, that pisses off Kansas City. They come out, okay, we're going to show. No, they stopped them. That was when they had ratcheted up. And yeah. I started watching drop eight and rush three. It's a gamble, but it worked. Yes, and well worth it. And, you know, again, like Joe says, let's give credit to everybody else. It's not, you know, Joe says, not just him. No, no, it's no, offense, no. That defense. Was a team, that was a team victory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But to get that touchdown, and people think two-point conversion, no, those are not easy. Those are not easy, but he had to get that. You had to tie that up. That, yeah. that was just going for two, not even a question. Wow. Yeah. I, okay, I'm, I'm tired of talking now. <laughs> We've solved the world's problems. I Go thought Joe, Athens, needs an Athens, Joe, whatever day. Yeah. And I'm getting me a Joe Burrow uh jersey this spring and i'm going to wear it down to wath in my finest i got mine on right now oh my god my joey yeah, jersey honest he does i'm getting one. i'm getting one and he's my favorite number number nine yeah. that's my favorite number dave really? number nine 
I mean, for years, like? Forever. Okay. Number nine. That's my favorite number. <laughs> I was born on the ninth. Oh, I favorite. get it. Okay. Favorite number. That's good stuff, man. Cool. Thank yeah. you, Dave. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Take care, guys. All right. You too, man. Take it Bye. easy. Folks, if you'd like to join in, our phone number, of course, 592-6646. Um, let's see. If if uh, you're on a regular phone and you've got long-distance charges, then it's 888-592-6646. And we have a caller already. Yeah, come on, people. Good Everybody morning. call in. Good morning. Who day, every day. <laughs> Can you believe it? I mean, it's all. When they played in the first game, they had the same halftime score, 21-3. to Bengals came back and won 24-21. And then yesterday, they won 27-24. to Well. Just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Did you predict the score? I said it. I, my prediction was thirty-one twenty-seven Bengals. So I got a twenty-seven right, but yeah, <laughs> wrong team. Yeah, the right team got twenty-seven. <laughs> I tell you, Scott, you talk about you think you jumped the highest, leap the highest in your age group. Did you beat me? I beat you. <laughs> I mean, I was off. I think I hit oh, my head on the ceiling on the way doing it, too. I connected with the, the ceiling fan. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it was uh, so much fun. Oh, it was. That was awesome. And yeah. I'm just, you know, and they said the last team, when, that, when they went to Super Bowl last time, the 49ers beat them. And they beat them twice in the Super Bowl. And I told somebody, I said, well, if, 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 San Francisco wins, third time to charm, the Bengals will beat them. That's who I wanted to win. I wanted the 49ers. Yeah. I want another shot at them with uh, Joe at the quarterback and that defense and offense. Oh, that defense was, at first, you know, the first half, I'm like, man, what, where are they at? Are they sleeping? Are they, you know, daydreaming, walking, just walking through it? Yeah, I think a lot of people thought that, too, and I thought, oh, they need to shut this down quick, and they did. Second half, they only scored what? One field goal? Yeah. Three points. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Something happened in that locker room at halftime that, you know, got them going. And like we were just talking about, that play at the end of the first half where Kansas City had first and goal from what, the one yard line? Yeah. And, and they didn't score? Didn't score. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they uh, at, I told I told my friend I was at their house, <coughs> and we uh, I said at McPherson, he's a money man. Yes, he is. Oh, it's 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 just oh I I don't have words expressed. It's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's why I just told JW you can throw any superlative at it, any adjective, and it still won't be appropriate, but. No. Uh, one of the one of the nicknames now that McPherson is is Money McPherson. I'm sure you've heard that. But, oh yeah. Uh, I'm calling it Winsonati. <laughs> How about that? Win, win, Winsonati. Okay. Tell me. I mean, I've used it. Who day? Who day? You know. But yeah. Where'd that come from? Well, I think it came from uh, back in around. I want to say 1981. Really? The, the first Bengals uh, trip to the Super Bowl. Okay. And uh, I don't know if it was Icky Woods who was at the game, by the way. And uh, I think he gave uh, the trophy to the coach. Uh, but anyway, he and Joe shared a big hug there. But I think it may have been him with the Icky shuffle. And yep. uh, starting that dance, too. As I who day who day who day say gonna beat them Bengals, mm-hmm. okay. yep. and that's how it goes. And and the Bengals were on a roll then, <clears throat> excuse me. And um, that's how that that chant got started. Well, I've heard it a lot recently. Obviously, it's resurrected. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I I didn't know the the history of it. Even know? through the lean years of the Bengals, as they say, they still they you still heard a few of the diehards in the stadium. You know, half-filled stadium that uh, I expect to be filled 
every game yeah. now. Well, you know, it's like the Browns. No matter what they're doing, it's always, let's go Brownies. Even if they lose big time, you can hear them going down Cork Streets hollering, let's go Brownies. Mm, yeah. That's diehard. Yeah, that is. That's, that's me. Yeah, that's that's dedication to your team right there. And um, I, I think I heard Court Street was uh, pretty pretty busy last night, too, uh, yeah, for the I game. Did, you know, yeah, people. I didn't go uptown. I just went to my friend's house, and we had dinner there and watched the game. Yeah, Her family came over. And we all sat there, enjoyed dinner, enjoyed the game. Yep, that's terrific. Yeah, I don't go up there either. I just saw something on Facebook or somebody texted me something like the Court Street was pretty active after the Bengals game last night. And, and you expect Oh, that. sure. You know? Yeah. And that's cool. Oh, yeah. I, I would like to take it in, except I don't want to do anything to change, <laughs> you know. So, like you I said, keep there's, your superstitions. there's three households, and uh, I'm the only guy. Everybody else is female. And we just get together and watch the game. And we change, you know, like the, the next time will be my house. I think it's my turn to host, and we just enjoy watching it. It's just, I don't want to have this last one be be, be something hugely different. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yep. Now that the idea of the combo thing, that's cool, but I'm I'm not going to do it. Um, well, Dave, at our age, why change? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're the same age. Yep. Well, I, I mean, I'm a, I, I I'm just, a little older. I'm know. a little older than you, but I just much, uh, I, I I it's been so much fun to do these games with my neighborhood. So, yeah. um and I, it's enjoyable, so yeah. you know, you want to keep the enjoyment and I mean, you remember Raleigh Swart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, Grace, his widow, uh, my next-door neighbor, she's one of this little group. And we just enjoy each other, and we get pizza and, you know, pistachios. (laughs) You know, and we're not going to change a thing because we don't want to jinx anything. No, Raleigh was a good man. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, there'll never be nobody else like him. Yeah. Yeah, he was a good man. No matter where you met him, he was always friendly, talked to you, smiled with you. You don't get that much from bankers. <laughs> yeah, okay. I got you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he was, yeah, he was an outstanding man. But, you know, wasn't he the voice of the combo uh, on the PA system for yes. some years? Yes, and, he uh, was. Of course, he worked with us in sports out here at the station a lot. But now we have Lou uh, as the voice of the combo. Yeah. And, Lou, uh, he retired from Social Security. He worked down to Social Security office. That's correct. That's correct. He helped me get get going with mine. There you go. Yeah, Lou's a good guy. All righty. All right. Y'all have a great day. Likewise. Who day? Those Bengals all the way. Yeah, maybe. There you go. They're going to win it, J.W. No, not J.W. I mean, uh, Don and J.W. Yeah. They're going to win it. There you go. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to let you go. See ya. See ya, Don. All right, uh, folks, in case there's somebody else who wants to ring in. um, Everybody call. Let's enjoy this. Yeah, I mean, we've got all the usual stuff here to talk about, like this, you know, historical stuff that happened on this date and all of that. We could talk about COVID, but. Maybe you'd rather talk about okay. something more uplifting, yes. like the Bengals. Yes. Who day? Who day? You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. What a joy that Joe Burrow has brought to this Athens, Ohio, and Cincinnati, Ohio, and around the world community. Amen. Just gave us, just gave us a bright spot for the last two years with this COVID mm-hmm. pandemic. Mm-hmm. And what a fine young man. And I am so happy my pacemaker held out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it did too. <laughs> <laughs> what a joy it's been. What a ride. Yeah. 
We need a Joe Burrow day in Athens. I I have no doubt it'll be coming about. And we need we need a sign in Athens. I remember the sign of Katie Smith that they put out yes. when she was a basketball player at Logan. Yes. It was about twelve inches by twelve inches. Well still out on we, Route thirty three they say the home of Katie Smith, yeah. We're not gonna do that to Joe Burrow. He's one in a million mm. that our town will ever see. And in my lifetime anyhow. Yep. He's and a once thank in a you, lifetime. Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Robin and Jimmy, for raising such a fine young man. You bet. And I've enjoyed it, and I'm going to enjoy this next game to the utmost. Absolutely. Yeah. And you tell Pat to keep her shirt washed up and going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll do it. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, it's uh, so much fun, this whole thing. And um, what a neat thing for Athens and Ohio and all of that sort of thing. Once again, our phone number, 592-6646. Oh, yes. Even if you've never called us before, call us and share your happiness. We'll celebrate with you here as we celebrate something that hasn't happened for such a long time You know, to such a great young man. Uh, franchise that has gone without for so many, you know, over three decades, and I'm glad someone else is going to join in the celebration. Well, let's go to our phones. Good morning. Good morning. No one could do better than JW does it, but I'll try to add some points. We really appreciate you playing that game yet, and we're going to get you playing the Super Bowl game too, aren't you, on WAD? Yes, sir. Two weeks, the 13th. Now, I, let me tell you, that was a bit of a struggle. I don't know why we had the second game. I didn't kind of care. To... Well, because our contract with the company that was providing this, the the air, providing the talent and everything, the signal, there we go, uh, said you have to carry this game, this game, and this game, and then possibly one more. Uh, which is the, what do they call it, Probo? Probo? Yeah. Oh, oh, you're going to play that too? Well, I, I, I don't know the exact thing, but it, that was all part of the package. So we had the AFC, the NFC, now the Pro Bowl, I'm sorry, now the Super Bowl, Yep. then there's possibly the Pro Bowl. And this is a company called Westwood One. You may have heard of it. They're a very big broadcast outfit nationally. He does the Jim Bohannon show at night. Correct. And, um, in fact, they're sending us a piece of equipment, several thousand dollars, um, for, the, for the Super Bowl game. Oh, cool. <coughs> so that, um, so but they said, you know, we're playing enough Westwood One stuff now that we qualify yeah, <laughs> great. for yeah. this piece of equipment. So, okay. Maybe they'll even play the soundtracks of those famous Super Bowl advertisements that everybody talks about after the game. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what they'll do, but whatever they'll do, we'll try to uh, pick the good stuff. PBS did a, I mean, B, uh, CBS, your your news feed, gave uh, Joe some airtime from a sound bite. And he says, if anybody would have said at the beginning of the year we'd be on our way to the school board, uh, school, <laughs> the uh, Super Bowl, we'd think they were crazy. And, and <laughs> he says, but here we are. Yeah, I heard him say that. Yes, he was. And I think... We've got to give some credit to the people out in the Plains. Uh, I think they think they're the home team, not Athens. I mean the home city, because I did see... Well, they, they, I mean, that's where the the Burroughs family lives. Right. Yeah, but everyone says he's from Athens. He's not really from Athens. He's yeah. from the Plains. But he did play for Athens High School. Right. And... Yeah. Um, oh, I know why we're saying it, because we're... So proud we want to take in the, the honor. Take but the I credit, sure. The credit. But anyway, I know there's some Plains people. And even somebody was interviewed on the PBS local. Uh, oh, I uh, get it. I they, really do. Yeah, he was interviewed and said he's bringing great joy to the Plains, and people out there must be going crazy too. Yeah. But the Plains, Athens, we're all one. And we may someday. Um, take that city and 
make it part of the. That's you mean how, make that official? Make that official. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I doubt it, but it wouldn't bother me if we did. Anyway. Yeah. It, well, as Scott said, let's make this a show about Joe, and that's what's happening. And, Indeed. Uh, how much more minutes do you have? <laughs> well, we have about eight. Yeah, well, it's been a great show, and uh, oh, we've got to do it again when he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. And um, although... I was hearing people after that second game. I did turn it on to see what scores were going on and everything. And <laughs> someone from the, um, the Los Angeles Rams are saying, "Well, I'm going to have to give the Rams favor in this thing. They've got good this. They've got good that. They, they didn't predict uh, Cincinnati would win the Super Bowl." But do we have a lot of that going on already, right, Scott, yeah. Scott? Oh yeah. Um... The, the odds for the Bengals to win the Super Bowl before the season even started, there were two other teams below Cincinnati who the odds were a lot longer to win. Uh, one of them was the Detroit Lions, and I think the other one was um, a Jacksonville Jaguars, I want to say. But, but, but the, what about now? The, well, the the uh, let me finish my point here, and I'm then I'll sorry. get to that. I'm sorry. Um, the Bengals were uh, 150 to 1 odds to win the conference championship, which they did. So if somebody put down a little little bit of cash on that, they got a nice little payout. Okay, now the Rams are favored by three and a half points to start out this morning. So that's that's where the odds are right now. Now, they could shift one way or the other, but uh, my guess is not likely to. They're going to be playing in their home field. So that hasn't happened. One more time. Rams are where? Los Angeles. Oh, yes. Yeah, they'll be playing at SoFi Stadium in Englewood, California. And that's where the Rams have their home game. So essentially it's a home game for the Rams and a road game for the Bengals. Okay, the Bengals have won two road games in a row now that they were not supposed to win. Mm -hmm. Nobody picked them to win yesterday except Boomer Sison. Uh, uh, the guys on Channel 10 Sports did too. But uh, the Bengals were given a 30% chance to win yesterday. Everybody had Kansas City favored. They were playing at home, playing on their home field, in front of the lo- one of the loudest crowds in the NFL. But yet Joe Cool stepped up the defense, the offensive line. I mean, you could go on and on naming groups, players, individuals. But uh, it was a collective team effort. But, the, again, the Bengals are underdogs. And as Joey said, he's tired of that narrative about the Bengals being bottom feeders, you know, and, and the the laughing stock of the NFL. Well, they certainly can't be called that anymore. Well, not now. So, you know, he said that's that's changing. We're the Bengals now, and this is who we are. Was, was one of the color men on yesterday's radio broadcast the guy that usually does the color for the Bengals? His voice sounded familiar. Got all excited whenever the Bengals were winning and all that. It wasn't the same guy. They didn't have any Bengal announcers there. Uh, I don't know. No, they didn't. Oh, yeah, those well, were one, Westwood One announcers. Yeah, they uh, one sounded like that one. That uh, yeah, he did kinda. Yeah, I kind of thought, oh boy, the way he's going on. Like was, Lampham, you mean? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, okay. Dave Lapham. I, I would yeah, have loved you, you to heard him. him on. You had him on the, yeah. the show, didn't you? Yeah. Wouldn't you have loved to heard Lapham calling that game yesterday? He probably oh, would have come close to falling out of the booth. One thing we didn't get is any local ads, so I guess you can't intercede with your ads. No, oh, we, yes, we, we had a lot. Yeah, we did. Oh, did you? Yeah, there was a bunch of them. Well, they had some good ones, too, on Westwood. Yeah. One. Sure. But it was, a, And I did hear one of the commentators okay. say, well, the Bengals better start taking some timeouts now. They're... <laughs> They're going to lose them or something, or he was trying to give it uh, information to or advice to the Bengals to take a timeout now. So we could play more commercials. Huh? Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was. But it was great that you were able to get that on the uh, radio like that. And, oh, and now looking forward to two more games, Super Bowl and the Pro Bowl. Um, Connor and Krista worked hard to get that. Yes, they and did. And then um, when when they felt that the, there was a little foot dragging going on, 
uh, I called a friend and boom, it was done. Great. Yeah, no. And, uh, you know, Connor's in, uh, where is he, New York State or where? No, he's in Pennsylvania, you said. Yeah, Lehigh Valley, I think. Okay. Anyway, he's, you know, he's still keenly involved with us. Right. He does great sports updates in the morning. I, I do appreciate them. Okay. Yes, I, mean, I do appreciate us talking about Joe today, and somebody should send a podcast of this to him. Or, I wonder if he'd even listen. <laughs> I think he would. Yeah, I'll send it. I'll send it to uh, Jimmy. He can yeah. have it there, and he can anyway, share it. Anyway, uh, hey, it's going to be 56 degrees tomorrow. Well, I only heard 50 for something like that, but it's, it's the meltdown begins. Huh? Yeah, I hope. Today, okay. Today's well, going to 40, so. Yep. Or 41. 41. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Bye bye. Oh, Joe. Yes, yeah. indeed. Who yes, day. indeed. Who, Who day? day? Who day? day? Or whatever. Who day say gonna be them things? Today is National Backward Day. It's National Hot Chocolate Day. It's Inspire Your Heart with Art Day. And can you believe it? It's National Bubble Wrap Day. Um, crazy. All right, we got what? Three minutes. I guess so. I had all the statistics for COVID um, as of yesterday and Saturday and so on. We'll just have to wait and do it tomorrow. Um, what else do we have here? What? Uh, Jackie Robinson. Today would have been uh, his birthday where he's still alive, but he lived from 1919 to 1972. So, um, Really, that's the only one there. I'm going to mention. Put that away. What else? Um, oh, this terrible bridge collapse over in Pittsburgh. Wow. That's uh, that's an odd one. A 447-foot-long bridge. And it had been listed in poor condition by state inspectors for almost 11 years. Anyway, it collapsed. And let's see here. What's the story on uh, the Buccaneers uh, quarterback, Tom Brady? Uh, apparently he's going to call it quits after 22 seasons. Okay. So. He's 44. Yep. <clears throat> He played professionally more uh, twenty more than twenty years. Well, anyway, we'll see. We'll just have to wait and see what he does decide to do. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. He's uh, mentioned, you know, he's got a family and his kids. He hasn't gotten to spend a lot of time with them that he would like to. So he said it's going to be a family decision. Another story we didn't get to today concerns uh, the boosters, right? The second booster is coming our way, and uh, see, I got my first one uh, September 9th, and I think they say that you need five or six months between the time you get that and the time you get uh, the second booster. So I'm approaching that, so I'll be among the first uh, to do that. Well, let's see here. Anything you want to end up with? Uh, you know, it's just an exciting time around here, you know, especially if you're a Bengals fan. We're proud to be an affiliate of the Bengals, and uh, we'll leave it at that uh, because we are just about out of time. Who day? Who day? In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The U.N. Security Council begins a meeting in New York this hour on the Russia-Ukraine crisis and growing signs of a possible invasion. Correspondent Holly Williams is in eastern Ukraine. On the outskirts of Ukraine's capital, these volunteers do a quick warm-up, training to fight in case there's a Russian attack. I know Russian very well. Oleksiy Vasilchenko works in marketing and told us he served in the Soviet army before Ukraine gained its independence 
immigrants from Moscow just over 30 years ago. If you want a peace, you should be prepared to war. In the UK, there are damning findings in the British Prime Minister's Partygate scandal. A just-released report finds serious failures of leadership and judgment at 10 Downing Street, where Boris Johnson has admitted to attending celebrations during COVID lockdowns. Other findings are being withheld until police finish up their investigation. Johnson faces Parliament on the new findings today. Here in the U.S., governors in some states say it's time to get back to normalcy and learn to live with COVID, especially with the spread of a new stealth strain of Omicron. CBS's Dr. David Agus. You've been exposed to BA.1, the first Omicron, if you will, um, that you will have immunity, hopefully that will cross over to BA.2. And since so many people have been exposed, I think we're going to see a decline. Ahmaud Arbery's mother is in court in Georgia right now, asking a judge to scrap a plea agreement between prosecutors and two of three men convicted in her son's murder. Wanda Cooper Jones's attorney Lee Merritt tells me the Justice Department believes the plea agreement will ensure a hate crimes conviction and crush the chances of a successful state appeal for Travis and Greg McMichael. These men are confessing not only to their actions, but to the motivation behind their actions. 